G'day Trail Runners, welcome to episode 7 of the Trail Runners Experience. On today's episode, I'm talking with David Turnbull, one of South Australia's best and most accomplished trail runners. David t- gives us a bit of an insight into what it takes to be an excellent trail runner and just an excellent human in general. So sit back and enjoy. Straight in. So Dave, you're a very accomplished ultramarathon runner. Uh, you've been running for a number of years. So um, maybe you want to t- tell us a little bit more about where you started running. Yeah, so probably um, it's, it's good to good to see you, Daniel. It's um, really good to be here for to have a, uh, have a chat. But um, my running was the same as everybody else's. I would suspect everybody started at school and had a little uh, run in, you know, with fifteen hundred meters and cross country, and and I liked it. But it wasn't it wasn't everything. I think the start for me was um, in. Uh, 1980 um, I went on to uh, train for a half marathon so first half marathon age 13 Wow and um, that was um, that was that was great um, a couple of hours got the taste of it by 15 I was illegally entering a, a marathon uh, as a 15 year old in uh, in the UK uh, so my first marathon at 15 that what? was in 1983 Wow no, no, so, um, what, back what did you do that one in? What was your time? Four hours and thirty-five minutes. That's and I crawled in, but I wasn't—I uh, yeah. wasn't pulled out by anybody, even though I looked so short and looked as fifteen as I could possibly. I would love to see photos of that. Uh, I've got them. You, yeah, 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 they're not pretty. Uh, but uh, and then basically it was um, marathons um, all the way through um, to about nineteen ninety-nine, which is when um, you know fast forward. Um, you know what's that? Um, you know, 16 years. Fast forward uh, through a variety of marathons into ultras. My first ultra was, you know, in 1999, and um, it came about as a just running off the back of a marathon, thinking, right, I'll I'll have a crack at an ultra, and like we all do, went for the longest one possible. You know, because that's the sort of thing that you do when you when you're daft, and <laughs> uh, and that was that was 200 and, uh, 238k. Jesus. Uh, along a canal in the UK called the Grand Union Canal and uh, runs from Birmingham to London. So ran that in uh, 42 hours <laughs> and, wow. uh, and finished 10th and uh, was just wow. delighted. And, and, and then, you know, you get a sense of perspective that if you can do that, you can take anything on. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That, that is, yeah, that's quite the jump. A lot Massive of people problem. I know will leap into a 50k and then maybe maybe do a hundred K if they're really, really yeah. adventurous. Yeah. But, yeah, but they, how many people have gone straight into ultras and they'll tell you they've never run a marathon? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, it was, it was happening back then as well. And I was, you know, I wasn't yeah. doing anything in between. I thought, right, bang, just hit it. It's funny that there was a real running boom in the eighties, wasn't there? Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. I feel like we're in like a, the, a new running boom at the yeah. moment. And I think it's got a lot to do with like smart watches and, and yep. technology because it's very motivating being able to look at your watch and know how fast you're it running is. and um and getting faster yeah so yeah absolutely. so after 1999 that massive ultra yep. um so after that you kept going so then it went to um not so much distance it went to hottest coldest and so on so i raced in um and the jordan desert for um at the um uh, uh jordan desert race which was a 100 miler uh, and then I went to Lapland and did a, a, a 100k in between. But I went to um, I went to Alaska 
for a hundred mile race across there uh, in February in Alaska. Wow. So, you know, really it was trying to push and set a benchmark and give me that sense of perspective that I could never then go, well, you know what, I kind of do this road marathon because in the back of my mind, if you've been to Alaska, you've been to Jordan, or you've done anything of that sort of distance, then you know you can do it. It's really just then becomes about the, the prep and how fast or you know how, how you want to tackle it. So yeah. really it was like getting that early perspective in, that was the framework. And then from there, you know, you can then refine and then chase whatever you, goals you're looking for. Do you feel like you get smarter with your racing? Absolutely, yeah, yeah absolutely. And that comes from, that has been, the last four years has been the, um, you know, the ultimate in being smarter. And, you know, I owe that to, to Ben Hawkins, you know, you know Ben. Amazing uh, he, coach yeah, and race director. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, he's been superb and, and uh, he's, um, he's necessarily clipped my wings um, sometimes. Um, he's stopped me from self-sabotaging because you always think you know best you've been running a long time and the coaching element you know and, it, and it's obviously what I do for, for you know for, for a business as well um, I know that you know it, it's it's good to have that accountability and to have somebody who can look at you know and, and basically be able to tweak and nudge where, where needed yeah right um, so Ben's able to give you the right type of training plan so I guess working with a coach has brought out the best in you and absolutely that, yeah and yeah. so um, I want to ask you shortly about where, what you're up to right now, but yep. we'll just wait, we'll put that on the, on the, on the back burner for a minute. Uh, so I just want to keep working through the timeline. So the last four years, you say, have been sort of a really, it's sort of been a stellar few years yep. for you. And I've seen you on the track and I've seen you on the trails and yeah, you're absolutely bliss, in blistering form. And um, if people who don't know you, you know, I mean, you're not 25. No. How, right. uh, and how old are you? So I've just turned 50. He's 50 years old, and so in the last four, the best four years of your life. Absolutely. So, contrary to popular wisdom, you're not slowing down. No, absolutely not. Yeah. And um, the last four years, so to put it in perspective, four years ago, I had not ran under three hours for a marathon. That was only four years ago. Yeah. And since then, I've been under a number of times. Um, I've also you know, ran um, nearly 100, just short shy of 140k in 12 hours back, you know, back in, in, in 15. Yeah. Um, you know, I've gone on FKT wise, you know, uh, with the Heisen, with, with the 1200, yes. uh, 1200 there, you know, the World Trail Championships this year as the third oldest person in 300 and odd of the best trail runners in the world. Amazing. So it's it, it's nuts that you should limit yourself as far as age is concerned. That that's no restriction. That's no excuse whatsoever. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I think people do use that as a mental barrier. And I mean, right. yeah. And I, I'm a big believer in use it or lose it. You know, very easy to sit around and do nothing or. or absolutely. But yeah, don't go quietly into the night. Is that uh, who said that? Something along to that effect. Um, so, um, the uh, I want about the World Trail Championships. I'd love to hear a bit more about that. That was sort of fairly recently. Yep. Yeah. And so, where was where was it held? So that was in Spain. Yeah. Um, uh, just uh, near Valencia, so up in the up in the mountains there. Uh, that was fantastic. And since 2015, um, I've chased uh, a, a big, big dream of mine is to represent my adopted country, Australia. Yeah. And for the 10 years I've been here, Australia's been so good to me um, that I've always chased just once, if it just happened once, 
would be to um, have the Aussie um, Put the green uh, and gold on. Absolutely. And, and you did it. it. And I, but I was very close in 2015 and 2016 um, to be with the 100K team and, and, and it took 15 months to get to running um, sub eight hour 100K. Um, That's which, absolutely which, blistering. Which, which, it, it is, but it's just, it's not in comparison to the, the uh, strength and depth that we got in this country. So I missed out, yeah. which um, it would just shows. But I mean, you've yeah. got blokes like Brendan Davies who are running sub seven hours, you know? Yeah, so. absolutely right. It's just absolutely nuts what these guys are doing. Um, but, um, you know, the, the early disappointment from that, um, you know, uh, give way to the resolve to basically make sure that I was going to represent Australia um, in some other way. And, you know, you know I love um, being on the trails and, and at the time Robert Boyce said to me, he said, you know, why don't you chase the trail side of things? And, uh, and I did. Uh, and that's where Spain happened. And I'm just delighted, you know, that, um, that I got that opportunity. That's incredible. So can you tell me a little bit about the actual um, race experience itself and the kind of the course and yeah. whatnot? So the, the course was um, 88 kilometers. Uh, it was 5,000 meters of climb and basically started from about 3K in, just kept up and up and up. Um, the, the climb wasn't the issue. Um, the technical side of things was the, was the thing that you could not switch off. So it was a very, very technical course yeah. with, with climbs, with um, um, big, big, um, short, sharp descents, uh, chained, um, uh, chained rocks uh, to traverse, etc. Beautiful. You, you know, yeah. everybody absolutely loved to go back in peacetime to see it. I, um, I saw a photo, I think a photo that you may have shared on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And it, there was a terrifying drop off. The ledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that was that was like that was the epitome of what uh, what was what was there. It had absolutely everything. You have a fall off the side of the mountain. Oh, it was yeah. like you know you, you're leaning in. You, you, you can only lean in like so far because it was so narrow. But the fall to the left hand side, it was like absolutely nuts. You know, it was yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, brilliant. And so, and how did you? How did you race? How did you feel? Yeah, yeah. So the race, I was going uh, very, very well, and through to around 45k. Uh, 45k, I felt a little bit of cramp coming on, and you know, uh, I have got. Um, I use, and I know a lot of the guys here um, in Adelaide are using it uh, pickle juice. Yeah. So been using a pickle juice. I was using that, and uh, it was putting it off, and, and it was fine. By about 60k, the cramp. Uh, I had one cramp that was um, that uh, that severe uh, in my right leg, in the in the top of my right leg, that it actually threw me off the trail. And it was on a descent, and it threw me off to the right-hand side into the bushes. Wow. And uh, I, I just found myself like laughing because the, the bottom line is like um, crawl or whatever. I was finishing that race, yeah. and every, you know that wasn't going to be. And, and and I never use excuses. I always look at it this way: is that um, you can prepare absolutely the best. The environmental factors will be there. You know, you play to those conditions. You embrace the conditions. There's nothing you can do about it. That was something I couldn't do anything about. It did pull me back in terms of um, uh, being able to uh, open up, um, but yeah. you know, I um, I, I finished um, and uh, I was delighted to, to be finished and uh, to grab the uh, Aussie flag on the way through before the finish line. Wow. Just gold and a world-class event, you know, yeah, world, world championship. Yeah. Were you pleased with the result overall? Or? I, I reckon I was good for um, uh, for a faster time, but I would say that you know yeah. I'm finished and. Uh, uh, and that, but no, I'm 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 really pleased to have, um, to have, uh, to have completed it. 
to run as hard as I could uh, with you know whatever limitation I had you know uh, leg wise. Uh, so yes, I reckon that's probably good for um, uh, like I said a, a better time. But you know it, it's that happens. It yeah. happens to everyone. There's, there was sixty odd people um, who are running for their country and that pulled out. Right, so it gives you sort of uh, an indication that you're pulling yeah. out with your country's colours on. Yeah. Okay. It, it was it was severe. It must be such a sense of responsibility, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, you're like, I have to finish this, even if I don't want to. You know. Absolutely right. Yeah. No, absolutely. So I guess yeah. sometimes, I mean, the best of us have had DNFs, and so yep. you know. But yeah, as so much of it is physical, but there's a lot of mental aspect to it. Um, it's what you learn from it, you yeah. know, it's what you take away from it and you know, you hear people that, you know, they'll break world records and they never talk about that world record, they talk about where they could actually tweak it and go faster or longer or yeah. so on and, and that to me is like elite performance and, and I love to see that and you know, I've got like a lot of learns from it and a lot of respect for, you know, for the, the, the guys who were, um, you know, um, at, the, at the, the real sharp end of it. Uh, you know, they, they were, you know, they were ridiculous. But the the thing that we, you know, that we love about the distance running side of things is you are never short of support. And if you're like an inner sanctum, and the guys that would be, you know, listening to this would know who um, who they are, that you can rely on for that support and those learnings, okay, and you basically progress together. And yeah. I've always, always had that, always sought that, always look for my inspiration everywhere and a lot of it is outside of running as well yeah you know um, and we've had this conversation many times you know yeah absolutely I mean you talk about inspiration being outside perfect example you mentioned this morning is your own son so yes <laughs> you, you've got you've, you've got two boys yeah and one of them I'm, I'm sure they're both excellent in their own right um, and being a father myself I know you can't have favorites but um Tell me about what uh, the oldest one did this morning. <laughs> yeah, so that's brilliant, isn't it? So George and Daniel, you couldn't have two better sons. They're fantastic and love them a bit. But um, George this morning went out. He's a cyclist, loves his bike, but he decided to go for a run. And uh, his 7K run that he had planned, he felt good. He kept running. And he went and he rang and uh, said that he was in the city and he'd ran um, a one hour 30 at half marathon. Um, just, you know, that's his, the furthest he's ever ran. A spontaneous half marathon. A spontaneous half marathon. Yeah. And I just thought, and, and he's now starting to ask me about like my best times and things when I was uh, his age uh, and, uh, you know, and so on. But it's just, that's inspiration. I just love it. Yeah. So. Must make you so proud. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's brilliant. No, I am. Um, well, he's obviously going to be trying to chase down some of your times pretty soon. Yeah, yeah he mentioned the Heisen. Uh, this morning, so he's gone straight from uh, wanting to beat my best half marathon time uh, to uh, taking on the Heisen FKT. Oh, the, the yeah, full, oh. yeah, the full Heisen, as you do when you're 16. Yeah, that's a good segue. So you've got the the fastest known time for the 1200 kilometer Heisen yeah. Trail in South Australia, and um, and now you've got a 16 year old son that wants to beat that. So yeah. tell me a little bit about the your experience uh, of the Heisen Trail and how. It, the, your endeavour came about to, to beat that. It was last year, wasn't it? 2017. Yeah, yeah. May yeah. last year. So May last year, um, yeah, took it on and um, uh, did the 1200k in 13 days, 16 hours and 16 minutes. 
and a year before that the planning went into place to, to prepare for it. Um, the support team that was there um, all had their strengths, all had their certain characteristics from um, spontaneous excitement characteristics through to very, very meaningful um, vigour and data um, um, strengths through to the nutritional side of things, which was which was fantastic, and that was um, Steph Gaskell at Nutrition Strategies. Through to the coaching from from uh, from Ben uh, from Ben Hawkins. So the whole thing was put in place, and it was so disciplined. The approach to it, it was, and it had to be. You know, there's so much that goes into it. Uh, whereas, you know, I just I, I just got to the the start at Parachilna um, on that morning. Just after six uh, on that morning, May uh, May the fourth, and basically I knew that I couldn't be any better prepared. Great, yeah. And um, so, I mean, I always say about uh, any race, and a race like this in particular, you can. There's so many things you can control in a in a in a race, but there's certain, there's a lot that you can't control as well. Yeah. And so you've you've obviously taken taking charge of your training and your nutrition, obviously logistics. Yep. Were there, did anything happen that sort of was out of your control during the run? Absolutely, absolutely there was. Um, you know, I think it's every 300 meters you've got a marker, um, but in some parts of the, the trail, um, the markers are shorter than the scrub that, that is, is there. Yeah, so they, right. they effectively disappear. Now, if you have those disappearing at the same time as you have um, e-trek issues or problems with your um, with your navigation, okay, and it happens on the longest stretch where your support is so far away, yeah, then all that happened on one particular day, um, and you know, like anything, it's a it's a one of those where it's like go back to your plan. If this happens, okay, what uh, what are you going to do? And the first thing you're not going to do is panic. Okay, so you know, you always, uh, I tried from one place, I went, I think it was 16 times in 16 different ways, trying to find the way out of this particular gorge area. Oh, wow. Okay, but I didn't panic. I did feel, I, I did feel that the sun was going down quickly. I'd offloaded a load of gear to run through quickly because I thought it'd be a fairly, you know, uh, easy-ish stage between support teams and um, and it wasn't. So things went bad fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, but did, you, did you get close to panicking? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I did. I think anybody, anybody would uh, to the to yeah. the extent, and I can I can tell you this for a fact that I was um, I was uh, silently uh, silently crying. Yeah. Okay. And the, the the thought that was going through my head was, um, uh, is, is this it? it you know, um, it, you know, is this where it all finishes? Yeah. So I, so I did. I, I, you know, I did. I, I had that, and it's um, there again. This is a, one of those senses of perspective that. Whatever you've got in your life, right? You, you think of that and think, well, it's nothing compared to that, okay? It's nothing compared to people that are like battling illness, you yeah. know? It, it, so let's just get, exactly. a, you know, get a grip. It's a situation that you more or less put yourself in yeah. on purpose. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You know, no one asked you to do that. Correct. Yeah, Correct. So, but um, you found your way out and you found yeah. your support crew. And yeah, absolutely. Support, which was um, Randall. So, so Barry McBride came running oh. in. Um, at uh, at that point, uh, like a like a you know like a knight on a on a white horse, it was the, fantastic the to see him. The yeah. legend, yeah, I've never been. To, and he, he asked if I want to talk about it. Uh, and I I pretty like uh, no. I said no. <laughs> Get me out of here. Yeah, uh, we'll and, uh, and we went back, and uh, and Randall was there, and we and we had a 
you know, we had a sit down and we just, you know, we didn't say a lot. We, yeah. we just knew. And this is this is the key to the support teams that you've got. If things go wrong or things are going right and so on, and you were struck mute, would they know what to think, what to do, and how to act? And that's exactly how it was. Yeah. yeah that wasn't a time and place for a debrief. Okay. Yeah. And it was a job to be done. Yeah. And I am. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. There's plenty of time to debrief later. I, I remember, so when you got further south and you came through um, Adelaide, oh, yeah. and you got, I mean, I, lots of people tried to catch up with you along the way. Which, you came battling and flying up behind me, I, I thought I was under attack. Well, I remember, <laughs> because I was following you on your little e-track thing yeah, yeah, that you had, yeah. and I... On a spot tracker. Yeah, spot tracker, yeah. and I, I kept, I, I missed you earlier than I wanted to, and I thought, oh, I've got to, try to jump back in my car and drive around to Morialta, yeah. and I thought, Oh, I'm going to catch him, and then, because you were sending out a signal, like, every, how long, every hour, half hour? Every, I think it was every half hour, wasn't it? Yeah, and I, and so I was at a point where I had, I came up on this, the centre track in Morialta, yeah. and I wasn't sure which direction, to whether to go to the left, which would have taken me um, north along the Heisen Trail, Yeah. but I thought, what if he's gone the other way, yeah. and so I was, and so I wasn't sure how far away you were in yeah. either direction, so I thought, I'll give it a sprint in both directions. I went the other direction first, <laughs> and then I turned around, and I found you. You're still moving well, and I knew, knowing you, you wouldn't be messing around, so I couldn't, I couldn't waste too much time, otherwise no. you'd be halfway down to uh, Victor Harbour before I even caught up with you. Yeah, it was, it was brilliant. <laughs> I kind of think of anyone, uh, I really struggled to think of anyone during the Adelaide stretch um, uh, that didn't turn up and I didn't see actually on that trail. It's great. So yeah. it was it was just brilliant. And, there was a lot of love. Everyone was oh, so superb. supportive of what you were doing. It and was. I remember, I just wish I could have run with you longer that day, and, but it was sort of like, before you know it, you were through Adelaide and yeah. you're on to the southern stretch. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, yeah. Yeah, and then you got down to um, to the final stretch down the like, last couple of hundred k's. Yeah. You know, the fatigue really set oh, in. Yeah. yeah. You're ready to be done. Yeah, absolutely yeah. ready. And what happened? And so the, you finished in the dark going yeah. through Deep Creek, is that right? Yeah, so um, I was supposed to, I thought that the last day was 70 odd k. Uh, we set off um, at 7 in the morning from Newlands ran there and um, I ended up finishing at just after quarter past ten on the night time and people have been down there since lunchtime expecting me just to finish that in like five or six hours yeah. because you just look at the distance and go well it's, you know it's not that far but it's so you know if you've been down there and you get in the deep creek and it's quite a challenging section yeah, you know right. a lot along that uh, See, uh, along on, on good legs it's a challenging oh, section oh absolutely you know, <laughs> not and, on and, tired legs yeah, uh, and, and I uh, came out of uh, a part of Deep Creek and I got through there and it, then it got dark and there was uh, there'd been some people who had come to uh, support uh, Ben was there I know Ben was there and Steph Gaskell and the like and, and it was in a ra really random place and I'd come up to um, uh, to, to the, the team and uh, and, I, and I was effing and jeffing and saying I'm just over this just, and so on and there's just random strangers um, stood there in the darkness just to the side of me and it was like this is bizarre yeah. you know but I, I didn't know how long was left at that point and um, Barry who was running with me and Randall wouldn't tell me yeah. um, because I didn't want to like disappoint me because it was further than I thought yeah. um, but it was great to get uh, done and great to, great to finish um, you know the the last stretch um, 
uh, George and Dan ran with me, you know, oh. and and, uh, and it was just it was just Pretty special, and, and everyone yeah. at the at the end, and and Michelle with uh, you know with the uh, with the um, uh, with the, the wine at the finish, the cowbells, and all the stuff happening in the dark, and everyone that made the effort to get down there. It's just uh, just brilliant. Oh, well, you made the, ult- the ultimate effort. You went down on foot. And, oh, you know, no, no. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean. Of all your running performances, would you say that's one of your greatest? It's, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's special, so special. Yeah, so special. I think it's different from a race getting a FKT. Yeah. Because it's it's all you. You know, you're, yeah. you're not you've got not competing against a person. I mean, you're competing against the time, but it's you know like it's a totally different. I imagine it would be a totally different experience. What, what was bizarre with it was that it's like a virtual race because the record of 14 days and and uh, so on which was Richard Bowles yeah. I saw his um, logs in any of the logbooks down down the track oh, so the I could tell the timing because we set up on the same day I could tell whether I was behind ahead and the like oh, so it's very very weird yeah you know um, but brilliant and I've spoken to Richard um, you know since um, uh, since the completion of it, we've had some really, really good, um, you know, chats about yeah. it. So, um, so he's, yeah. he's not trying to get come and take the record off you anytime soon, is he? I, I, he, he didn't say. I'm yeah. sure um, there'll be a few people that um, I'll have give, a have a, a crack at it, and you know, and I will support them in any way I can. Yeah, you know, it's um, that's another great thing about the sport of trail running is how. There's a real camaraderie in the oh, sport, absolutely. and yeah. you see it in all the events that we have here in Adelaide. Yeah. You know, doesn't matter if you're first or last or anywhere in between. Yeah. people are so supportive. They yeah. love it. Yeah. You, know, you don't get you don't get that in football, or no. or you know, I mean, maybe to a different extent, but you know, I absolutely love it. Um, you, so you're um, the the. Um, I was just going to talk to you about your mindset in, in just the way you race. I've seen you race a number of times and you have a you really have a game face yeah uh, and I, I love that I love that you have a game face because when you're out there your business and um, perfect example was at the track 100k last year 100 kilometers around the Santos Stadium track you know and you it was hot I remember and you were clocking some fast kilometers and but you're just all business and so I know that you've got you always really focus on your logistics so just tell me what sort of if you can give us a little bit of an insight into what's going on in your mind in when you're really got pushing for a pb you know yeah so i um like anybody else i'll i've got a i'll have a uh, an absolute plan which is um, something that i've worked through with ben and um, it will be a variety of small markers and small indicators and small measures within that race that will tell me if I'm on track, behind, ahead, and so on. So with 100K, you know, I will have um, uh, the markers, and not be the traditional markers, perhaps, which you go like, oh, getting a marathon in, then a double marathon, and then whatever you've got left, which 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 happens a, a, a bit. It's going to be my key focus will be yes, a marathon side of things is important and the time wise and going through there that's a, a, it's important but for me it's been able to manage that um, dark period if you like that anybody who's run 100k uh, you'll find between uh, let's say between 60 and 75 where you're you're quite a long way in right but yeah there's still, still a quite a long go. way to go yeah. so it's actually managing that part okay and, and and that's a key to the 100k side of things yeah when i break it down when i um have 
when I when I knew I had to break eight hours um, for the um, uh, for the 100k, when I had to break eight hours for the 100k, I broke it down uh, into ten lots of 10k. Yeah. So I was only doing 10 reps of 10k. Right. So I was only concentrating on 43 and 44 minutes at any time. It had nothing to do with 100k. That's okay. Great. So that's that's you know. Yeah. You gotta lie to yourself a bit sometimes, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, I say it all the time. I said it the other day. When I'm in a a race, I try and I I say I'm aggressively positive as well. Yeah. Like I just think you make that real decision to take charge mentally, you know. Um, quite often, I remember earlier in my running career, you just get swept along with whatever, if something happens and reacting emotionally yep. to it. Whereas, I mean, because shit happens in yep. races. Sorry. But it's about getting, um, being in charge of, okay, whether you're gonna let it affect you or not. And so, good or bad. I know uh, a few years ago, in the Heisen 105, I had a terrible run, and I think um, you, Yourself had, uh, I wouldn't say a terrible run, but you took the wrong turn. Oh and, yeah, 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 and you yeah, got, yeah, yeah. And you lost, added yeah. quite a few kilometres to yeah, your race. Six. Yeah, yeah, and that sort of ruined your day a little bit. Uh, Time-wise, it, it was, it was, it was, it was. A re that was such a good learning uh, that day. Um, probably didn't think that at the time, but I ran six um, k um, in the wrong direction, like three k, and then three k back to get back on track. Um, and then what I did, like everybody does when you make a mistake, you overcompensate, the adrenaline kicked in, I was running far too fast. And uh, Mal Gamble, um, I saw um, as I got back on track and he said, DT, he said, there's so far left, right? Calm down and you, you'll be fine, right? And, um, and I did and I calmed down and Mal's a great, a fantastic runner. And what I did then was work on how to control the pace, but how to then start bringing people back in. Because I, yeah. I, I still felt that I had a, um, a, a chance of winning it. Yeah, you were, ended up being quite a far way back in the field. Well, when I got yeah. lost, I was uh, I, I took the lead and I'd, I'd gone early. Yeah. Um, but I guess you know I missed a, missed a marker. Um, that's that's uh, fine. It happens. Um, but as I was actually pulling people back in. Um, you know, it, it was it's quite um, quite rewarding on that on, on that basis. And funny enough, I was down in Kaibo um, running um, last weekend, I think it was, and um, the place where I caught um, Eddie, who was uh, in um, uh, second place at that point, yeah, yeah. went there, and there was only Howard now in front. But I, I ran out of uh, ran out of course. Yeah. Howard is just a brilliant runner. He's as strong is Eddie. <laughs> and, and yeah, and yeah. Um, and it wasn't going to happen. But what you know, what a, such great learnings, right? Yeah. That, you know, how to compose yourself and basically, you know, stick to the stick to the job in hand. Yeah, I'm a, um, and a, I'm a big believer in uh, in mindfulness. Yeah, and I try and use it in my running as well. Yeah, and um, but in life. And there's a really there's a lot of sports psychology sports psychologists that utilise that and yeah. and um, yeah they it's about really being in the moment and just going okay whatever happened one kilometre ago it's in the past it's gone it's yeah. gone never gonna see it again yeah. and and the, the future hasn't happened yet so it's all about that the next yeah. that step that you're on right now yeah. so that's I think that's a right. good yeah so and I, I mean I know that you're a big believe in the mental side yes. of it, you know, and so yeah. um, I was going to ask you, so now, you, after your big race at World Trail Championships, yep. you've officially announced to the world that you have retired from running. Uh, from, from competitive Compe uh, racing. Competitive racing. 
And where are you now? So I'm currently, um, just this morning, I was um, looking at um, a FKT um, oh. that I'm thinking about. Um, I'm still still running um, and still really enjoying it. Um, I've um, looked at a few adventures um, as far as the FKT side of things is concerned with, uh, with the running and also with the bike uh, as well. That'll, that's something that uh, I'm looking at for, um, not so much FKT wise, but um, long distance um, uh, bike packing. But as far as the running is concerned, I'm looking at um, some FKTs at the moment um, and uh, watch this space on uh, Okay, on so FKTs in the future from David Turnbull. Excellent. I so being a bit mysterious? Yeah, yeah. Uh, good. Uh, yeah, I wanted yeah, to, uh, you won't even give us a clue. Is it in Australia? Are we looking in Australia? Uh, yes, is, um, is, is the short answer to that. Okay. Um, Alright, I won't probe any deeper. <laughs> Man, but the I'm look honestly, on your face. No, yeah, it's okay. Uh, 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 no, no, it's um You're in the you're in the on the the drawing board phase. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But oh, um if one is gonna happen, one's gonna happen uh, and it's gonna be sooner rather than later. So um Yeah. So uh, stand by on that. I'd love to tell you more about it, honestly and No and, good. And, and, well, but, well it's something that I'll I'll stay updated updated yeah. on because I um Yeah, I I love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, so you've, you've got also in your, I guess not your, at the moment you've sort of taken on a new business venture, is that right? Or so I've been running, it's been a year now, Perform Best. Perform Best. So Perform Best is born out of everything that I stand for in terms of meaning and purpose. It's effectively yeah. getting the best out of people, getting the best out of businesses, okay, maximising people's strengths. Managing, um, you know, where there's any uh, particular weakness, as it would be, you know, I wouldn't use the term weakness, but um, you know, it's basically getting the best out of people, and uh, yeah. and that's been that's been brilliant, and it is born out of what you just said before, that I'm very much uh, a believer in what happens from and the shoulders up, right, is so important in the way that we operate and the way that we show up. Yeah. Okay, so there's a, there's a lot which is um, uh, the mind mastery um, concept. Mind okay. mastery. Mind mastery, yeah. absolutely. And, you know, making sure that your uh, performance, right, is going to be absolutely maximized by recognizing anything which is interference, okay? Changing it and intervening and making sure that you're playing to your strengths and also embracing whatever conditions you've got. You yeah. know, around you, which might not be the best conditions, let's face it, sometimes. Yeah. Um, so basically, what you're doing, you're doing, you're taking this ultra mindset that you've got. Absolutely, and, yeah. And, you, and turning it and channeling it for businesses. That's exactly and, right. Yeah. Exactly I'd, right. So it's elite, elite performance. Yeah. And it's born out of, um, obviously, my um, uh, career work experience-wise, but also from the running side of it. And also, I've had the uh, privilege of being, uh, um, you know, um, uh, working with uh, some uh, top Olympic psych coaches yeah. okay, from, from Rio, uh, which is just something which has really, really helped um, as wow. to where is that where is that proportion? Where is that little difference that you know that puts elite performance into uh, into perspective? Yeah, that's so impressive. I um, I think it's yeah, having started my own sort of little business. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's um, yeah, there's a lot to learn in business, you yeah. know. And I think yeah, sometimes things don't go well in business, and you get, and I do. I get I, I get negative or discouraged about things and. And then yeah, but that mind, that whole idea what we talked about before, 
about just leaving it. Yeah, like move on to the next thing. Move on to the next thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm and, sure and there's more to it than that, but it sounds yeah, like well, there, constructive. There, there, there definitely is, and and mm. you know what the bottom line is is it's uh, people taking action, right, and executing, okay, on things rather than just you know um, uh, maybe talking about them and then moving to the next shiny thing. Okay, yeah. it's actually completing, and um, yeah, you know right. it's it, it's this you know we do have this um, perpetual need. For um, you know, for self-achievement, okay, and for achievement with the people that you work with, and so on, and it, it does teach you a lot. Business-wise, no different to running a race, where you look for the inspiration around you, the support, the people that have been there, the people that have done it, okay, and you know, it is not a smooth path, okay. Yeah. Life's not a smooth path, no. so let's not get this, you know, optimism bias or you know. Um, you know this thing where everything's going to be great. It's how you react. It's how you play your cards. You yeah. know. That's brilliant. So, um, tell me about your current sponsors that you've got. You, I know you you're involved with Utonic. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So Utonic, um, we we got together. Utonic is um, is a is a, a great uh, brand. It's a great company, and it's a, even better. Like it's a great product. So if you think of what we do um, from the running scene, um, they've got, you know, there's three brands there that I saw and I went, well, hold on a second. One's called Charge, one's called Repair, and one's called Calm. So Charge, think of that in the environment of your hard training, giving you that, uh, that boost fully, uh, fully naturally, okay? Repair, okay? You've, you've, you've ran hard, you've raced hard. Repair's there to actually give you that, um, that uh, fix that that fit again, that, uh, you know, getting you uh, getting you sorted out. And calm is just superb for basically relaxing you, and uh, you know, and and putting you at ease if you've got like uh, you know any periods of like short-term stress and, and and so on, which we you know which we all sometimes uh, uh, sometimes yeah. have. So I got in touch with uh, Mike Brinkley, um, the uh, co-founder, and uh, and we had a chat. And I love being an ambassador for uh, for Utonic. Right. I think it does a great, great uh, service to uh, uh, to so many people. You know, it's just it's brilliant. Awesome. Absolutely brilliant. Where do you get it? Can you get it from just any sports yeah, so shop? Yes, if you go on to uh, utonic.com, so you go to Utonic, you can buy it. Um, uh, you can buy it online, which is probably the uh, the, the best way. Personally, um, they're in. Uh, 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 a lot of um, retailers, um, and you'll 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 see them. They're fairly um, uh, striking um, uh, bottle, so you'll you'll see that. Yeah, cool. And so yeah, it's um, it's a it's an excellent product. Oh, that's great. I, I noticed uh, on Facebook the other day, or a few weeks ago now, <laughs> you uh, we're in Western Australia. I, I'm assuming for business that's or something. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you. Just went for a cheeky marathon run. Is that right? Yeah. So, um, so this was a little bit of a challenge from uh, from uh, Michael, who uh, basically said, uh, he said, oh, I ran a, a half marathon uh, with uh, a bottle of on one bottle of Utonic Charge, and I went, all right. I said, well, I can run a marathon, uh, and that's where it came from, which is pathetic, isn't it? Really, when you think about it, there's like two blokes like uh, uh, doing that. Anyway, um, I had to do it because I'd, I'd said, exactly. and, uh, and, and yeah, and, and did it. absolutely right. And uh, got some uh, got some help for the first 24k with a, a, a really really top runner in uh, WA that I know, and uh, and then he dropped off, and I went off into the dark, and uh, yeah, and finished in three hours, one minute, and something. Wow, that is so, really uh, fast. Yeah, yeah which is uh, and, which and is great. On, yeah. on one bottle. On one bottle, no water, nothing. So. I, um, 
Yeah. And it, it helped? And you got there? Was it a bit, I mean, I imagine, how much is in a bottle? Yeah, 350 mil. So, uh, it's not, no, it is, it is not a lot. No, it's, um, let, let's just say that this was, um, you know, don't try this at home. It wouldn't yeah. be something I would be recommending. You're a trained professional, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be something I'd be recommending, no, because, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, you do need, uh, obviously, everything that goes with, um, but if you know, anything, as you know. If, but if, any product can get you there, eh? Oh, it's just, yeah, no, it's an tonic. absolutely excellent, excellent product. And also, one of the founders was um, uh, um, a Collingwood um, footy player, right? So needed exactly something which was natural, but was going to give that um, that spark for the surging, running, and so on. So it's across all sports, and it's definitely worth it, worth yeah. it, worth a look. Well, I'm going to try it. Brilliant. Um, so to finish, it's been great talking to you. I'm going to give you, and I've been started doing this my last episode, I'm going to give you the fast five. So we're going to do a fast five, so five questions, fairly quick answers, there's no, there's no right or wrong answers, oh he's got his head in his hands, the pressure, <laughs> oh. so much pressure, don't worry, you don't have to write a 17 minute 5k, you just have to answer five questions. Okay, so question one, your favourite running film? Favourite run, running film will always be Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Second Forrest Gump answer I've had. That's great. Good one. Um, question two I think is going to be an easy one. Roads or trails? Trails. Trails never fails. Alright, finish this sentence for me. Running gives me... Everything that I want and need. Question four. Uh, what is or do you have a bucket list race? Yes. The down under 135. The down under 135. Can you quickly elaborate on that? Yep, so um, for two years um, I've been watching it and missed it and you know it's been referred to as the um, the Australian Barclay. Um, it's just such a fantastic adventure and uh, Dion Milne and the guys have put on such a great race um, that that is something that um, yeah is, uh, is definitely uh, right up there. So it's definitely still on the horizon. Somewhere. Oh, in fact, I'll use it. You can, we can say now. Um, I'm. Uh, I'm. Um, I am uh, doing it next year. Whoa! So, um, so yeah, it's the first uh, time I mentioned it, and uh, uh, that will be uh, just uh, that will be special. So I know how people have um, uh, how hard it's been. You know, it's like a 19% uh, finish rate. Oh wow! So, how exciting! Yeah. So, so it's 135 miles. Miles. Course. Yeah. Okay, well watch this space. Question five, your last kilometer, your, your favorite post-race treat. How do you treat yourself? Um, a bottle of Prancing Pony beer. Delicious. Which, which I was um, introduced to by um, Sean Sweetman one oh. year after Eurobilla. Yeah, right. And uh, it was a and it was a good run, and I thought, well, you know, it's a good good way to uh, to yeah to finish. Excellent. Well, Dave, it's been great talking to you. Oh, it's been brilliant. Thanks, mate. Um, we'll do it again. I'm gonna follow, I'm gonna keep chasing you about your FKT. Yeah. Your ne the upcoming secret invest FKTs. I'm sure it's going to be something insane. But um, keep keep charging and keep. Being an inspiration, man. I really oh, like I appreciate it. that, and, yeah. and likewise, and you know, yeah. to everyone that that I deal with, I wouldn't be doing it if I um, if I didn't have the inspiration that I pull from everywhere. You know, absolutely love love it. Yeah, good on you, man. So thanks, man. All right, have a good one. You too, mate.
I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Trail Runners Experience. Um, I absolutely love talking to David. He's such a nice guy and just so easy to talk to and he just always gives such great insight. Um, if you're enjoying the Trail Runners Experience, please share this episode or share the, all the episodes with all your friends. Um, it's I would really appreciate it. I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. I apologise if the sound quality wasn't great in this episode. It was recorded inside a noisy pub, but uh, I am working on it for future episodes. So um, thanks for your support, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.